Sports Podcast. It's the Captain's Jug of Thoughts. I am in the Thermopolis studios, and Captain is on the line from uh, Tennessee. Deep- uh, North Carolina, Almond, North Carolina. North we're Carolina. Right yep. Are you going to Tennessee at any point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in Tennessee, weren't oh, we? You were in Tennessee. Yeah, we've been. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been. Yeah, we're bouncing around a little. But the border. Yeah. So Smoky Mountains, baby. You're in North Carolina right now. We're in North Carolina right now. We're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna go to Tennessee when we see Slade Smitty on Friday. Yeah, maybe. Hill Hill's not sure if he exists either. Slade Smitty. Yeah. So you said you go. You guys are supposed to be meeting up with him on Friday. We're supposed to meet up with him on Friday for lunch, I believe. Right? I won't be here for that. There's a good chance Crown's gonna knock Harden out, and uh, he might take a nap. And Harden will be like, "Oh, Harden had to take a nap." Yeah, he's gonna knock him out. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Otherwise, he's he's gonna produce Slade Smitty. Yeah, he's gonna have to do something to to cover this up. I think it's gonna be like this scene at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire, where like he keeps going to the bathroom and coming back in a different costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole, you know, it's a whole wacky to do. Right. Exactly the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. It's weird. You guys are the same size. <laughs> yeah. So how was a lot different in the pictures? I'm interested to hear what the travel was like because you flew down there. I did. What the fuck was and that? I had, what... take, I had to take two uh, two puddle jumpers. Oh yeah. To get here, a couple of yeah, guys. little tiny planes. Well, you know, you're only allowed ten people per plane, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did they check York. you? They fucking give you old rectal thermometer when you walk through the airport? No, leaving New York, they don't give a fuck. It's just coming back. Yeah. Yeah. That's you cool. ever been to the Asheville airport? They're pretty happy to see you. <laughs> they don't care. As long as somebody's showing up. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, someone's here. Welcome. Welcome. Please. Yeah, here. absolutely. Look, they're here. What you got. They bring diseases. I don't care. Yeah. I'm yeah. so lonely. Yeah. You need a car? We got two. They just drop you off out on the tarmac, and they're like, all right, go find your shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. So they did, so so flying out was pretty <laughs> fucking chill. <laughs> what was the flight situation? Like stewardesses, were they doing in-flight, like, snacks and shit? I don't know. I was sleeping the whole time, man. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Good fucking reporting. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. I did wake up. I did wake up, and she had just passed me. She was giving out drinks and cookies. Okay, so they are. I didn't and, uh, know if they would suspend uh, that. Damn it. 
or if they're all wearing fucking masks and shit. I don't know. So I'm it was interested. like they were wearing masks. So it was like she's not interested. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Might as well take a nap. Serve your fucking peanuts. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I haven't been on a plane since this whole thing started, but we did go to a hotel uh, when we played that Rochester gig. I don't know if right. I told this story, but it was like the night of, uh, not the night of the election, but it was like a week after, and they were still debating all the votes and all that shit. And we walk in, and I guess, and there was like a young black girl working the counter, and the, they had it on on the TV, and some other guy was just like, so what do you guys think of the election? Blah. And she just launches into a like, they don't give a fuck about us, no matter who's president, I'm going to be here tomorrow busting my ass, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> and she went in this great, with the, the mask like hanging around her chin, <laughs> yeah, chin diaper like from South Park. Oh, yeah. And I guess she just knew she could start saying motherfucker because I was holding a guitar case. I was in town for a gig, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, this, all right. This I, motherfucker don't care. <laughs> yeah, because I was wondering. I'm just like, do people, because we're in our bubble. We're in our Youngstown, Lewiston bubble. And I was like, I'm going to Rochester. I wonder if, like, the vibe is different out there if people really give a shit. And she's like, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> she's uh, one of us. Yeah. So this seems like well, Nashville's here- pretty chill. So here what I've noticed is that um, the stores implement, certain stores implement that you have to wear masks. But otherwise, it's kind of like, it seems to be at your own discretion because there were some stores we were in where it was like, some people had masks and some people didn't. Right. So um, if the store doesn't implement it themselves, then, uh, you know, it's kind of up to you. Yeah, and I guess that's it might be kind of where it's headed is more of a personal thing. I mean, look, traveling the world, international travel, especially to any Asian countries, uh, Japan, I mean, dude, tons of people have masks on all the time. Right. And it's because you could get right. sick as fuck traveling. Traveling is just like, I mean, you might as well. It's like you're taking a giant tongue and just licking the floor of America. It's fucking like you're picking up so many germs when you travel. Because people are gross (laughs) Um, But fucking traveling Going to like Japan and all that shit A lot of people have masks on So the mask thing is very very new to us And we're all of course like Hey fuck you What the fuck are you talking about Mandated mandatory anything is creepy But I'm saying the mask thing Isn't that weird around the rest of the world A lot of people wear masks So so the airlines are getting pretty fucking tight Saying we got it We got the best Easiest way to travel without getting sick. What was that? Wait, that was a bunch of mumbling. You guys got to get closer to the phone. Get closer to the phone if you're talking. They're no longer selling the middle seat. Okay. So, So the airlines are saying they've solved it. They got it. Dude, that's, you know what? I'm a big fan of that. Fuck yeah. Fuck the middle seat. I agree, but that's I also... Awesome. Out of comfort. <clears throat> this, this, the planes that I rode on here, though, only had two seats on each side. So that wasn't an option. So they just, cr- so they put both people exactly in each seat? So they what? They put you guys in each seat? How's it that loud? Uh, yeah, so but, small. but I didn't have anyone sit in my, the seat next to me. So maybe all the people that were, were, were couples, you know? Yeah, well, I'm just saying it's funny. If it's three seats, they're like, we're going to not do the middle one to be safe. And then if it's two seats, they're like, oh, well, fuck it. You guys are going to die. 
right? Yeah, <laughs> We're selling that seat, motherfucker. How about that? How about that? So if, if, if you got the ability to remove the middle seat, okay, okay, you're saving a life. But if you got two seats, two seats, eh, you're going to die. Yeah, they got to yeah. get the money. Yeah, hell yeah. We're trying to fucking move some peanuts, son. Okay. <laughs> right. So so it was pretty a pretty normal trip on the way down there. Yeah, it was totally normal. It's the way back is the is the thing. Yeah, like I have to have a t- I gotta get a test done sometime in the next forty eight hours. Yeah. And dude, we're in the fucking hills where nobody else is. Depends depends on the counties and the sheriff's departments that are looking wow. for them. So you guys are doing Never a lot moved. of moving around down there. I, I I thought you were just kind of flying in, hitting the cabin, and that's it. But you're you're kind of moving around. Uh yeah yeah like we uh we actually hiked to the top of the tallest uh tallest peak in the Smokies the uh, yesterday. No, what was it called? Cliffman's Dome. Uh, Cliffman's Dome. Cling, Clingman's Dome. Clingman's Dome. Clingman's Dome. Clingman's Dome. Well, tallest yeah. peak in the Smoky Mountain National Park. Yeah. That's pretty 6, fucking cool. Yes. 6,647 feet. Damn, dude. We didn't hike the whole thing. Yeah, it was a bit of a walk. I got some really cool pictures. Nice, man. Um, from uh there's like a uh i don't know what do you call that thing like a overlook observation tower. yeah like yeah. we went up to the top of the observation tower and took a bunch of like uh pictures like it's like a you know a panoramic view from up there did you guys do that on day one or yesterday oh yesterday yeah. you came in when saturday saturday okay Oh, yeah. Wow, that's fucking cool. Yeah, right? <laughs> you should see this. It's a pretty cool picture. Yeah, I'll send them all to you, sir. Yeah, man, that sounds great. That's the best part, man. Just, like, walking around and looking at cool shit. That's it, you know? Yeah. That's just, there's nothing better. Yeah. Yeah, when uh, my buddy Rinker picked me up at the airport, um, and uh, it's cool. we went straight to a store, store so I could buy a carton of cigarettes for half price. Nice. <laughs> And then we, uh, and then we went out to uh, his local brewery in his hometown, and uh, had lunch and beers. Johnson City, man. Private conversations. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Yeah, I'm hearing voices. Who's who are yeah, we hearing? No. We're hearing hot dog and who else? Yeah, so I I moved out from uh, I lived out by like Newport area in uh, Tennessee. Which is is like my buddy Nick Hill. Oh, this is Hill. Okay. Yeah. So it's like right on the border of the Smoky Mountains, and so I I moved from a like a I don't know a, a three bedroom to I don't know a two thousand square foot home, right? And I I get a new job, so I go over to this place. It's a little closer to the mountains, but. We haven't decided where we were going to go as far as living. So we get an apartment and we get this apartment. I mean, the mountains are beautiful. The mountains are everywhere. Gorgeous fucking mountains. And we get there and it's a two bedroom apartment. It's a shoebox. For who? For you and your wife and you got kids? Two fucking kids. Two kids, two bedrooms. That's pretty tight. And an 80-pound dog. 
and an eighty pound dog. Yeah, that's that's pretty cramped. Right. <laughs> and the eighty pound and the eighty pound dog is paranoid schizophrenic. Oh Jesus Christ. He's oh yeah. He's he's afraid of the dark. He's afraid of people. He's afraid of enclosed spaces. No, he's actually pretty good in enclosed spaces. That's what he actually wants to be. <laughs> you think that gave him like that like comforted in him, like having a small apartment like that? No, he just wants to fucking drag me out into the woods and kill me for dragging him to a small apartment. <laughs> yeah, he's got to love the fucking mountains, though. Yeah, he's getting there. He ain't got there yet. We just yeah. got there. So. Running around the mountains. Yeah. Are you guys like worried about running into any fucking bears or anything up there? We should be here. Uh, where we are, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely a possibility. Where we're sitting right now, yep. Uh, when I pulled in here with my uh, mini wagon, what do you call that? Fucking minivan with the two kids and the wife. I pull in here and I take a handful of I don't know I don't know what you call it seed or anything, but I call it bear bait. Yeah. But a bunch of food that had come crumbling down from my children's faces. Into their car seat. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah, the leftovers of any child. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. leave any two-year-old in a chair for more than 30 seconds, you pick them up, it's crumbs. It's nothing but crumbs. We're having this conversation right now while the bears are sniffing out my vehicle. Yep. Really? Like you saw I'm bears sure. or you just think they are? No, no. I'm sure they're they're sniffing. Yeah. They're sniffing. Oh, maybe, man. I want to see a bear. That would be cool. I would want to see a bear while I'm inside and the bear's outside. I want to have a great outdoors experience. Yeah. Well, we made tonight. <laughs> I, uh, All right, so the wives are down here now, too. The wives are here now? Aaron and Lauren are down here now, so say Lee? hello, guys. Lee is also here. She's listening in. All right. Hi, Lee. She, she's got her hot chocolate, and she's got her blanket. <laughs> She looks like she's listening to like an audio book of like about like Winston Churchill or something. Like she looks all <laughs> like she's doing something so smart. Quit making us fucking look bad. Isn't that what we're doing here? Yeah. But we're just reading uh, Winston Churchill quotes. Yeah, exactly. tonight. That, that's the whole episode. It's an audio book. She looks like very <laughs> intelligent, like she's listening to her thing. And we're both just like, what if you saw a fucking bear? What if you I'd fucking punch him. I'd fucking punch that bear. That would be cool <laughs> as shit. I was camping. Yeah. Dude, I was camping one time deep in the motherfucking Adirondacks. And the guy, when we got there, was all about like the bear situation, really warning us about the bears and what not to do. And I think we've talked about this before like citronella candles, like bears love them motherfuckers. A bear will eat a citronella candle like it's a fucking bowl of soup. Like he'll just fucking sit there and eat it, which is crazy. But, uh, so we go, we pack up, we, we set up our tents, and I get all fucked up and pass out. And the next day, I hear, like, an animal breathing outside of my tent, and I hear it walking around. And I'm sitting there going, that's a fucking bear. And I'm trying to think of what weapons I have. And I'm like, all I have is, like, bug spray and a lighter. Like, I'm going to have to, like, flamethrow this bear in the face. Like, that was my plan. And it turned out the people next to us just had a dog. And the dog was, like, oh, really? sniffing around my fucking tent. <laughs> so I just heard like an animal deep breathing and sniffing my head. That's what I woke up to, and I was like, "That's a fucking bear." It wasn't a bear; it's just a big ass dog. That's good. 
Yeah. I love dogs. Good thing I didn't flamethrow the dog. <laughs> right? I was camping one time with my family. I was probably like six years old. I got two older brothers. Everybody's a badass when we're camping, right? So we're camping in this campground right before we go to this big off-country fucking wood trek. And bears come into town. Bears come in. My dad and my mom are sitting out there. My dad's drinking coffee. My mom's drinking uh, wine. And the bear come up. Everybody's shaking their sticks and their basically sticks with uh, beer cans with rocks in them hanging from a stick. Right. Shake. Trying to scare the thing off. Yeah, scare a bear off. Well, my mom shit puts me and the, my two brothers in the in the tent and uh these bear come up and this bear comes over and takes a lick of the goddamn the coffee and then takes a lick of the wine walks on does his business my dad comes over and says oh okay we're good we're good the bear's gone i'm thinking until we got fucking breakfast you know i mean i mean we're gonna cook breakfast is the bear coming back or not Maybe. I would think so. If a fucking cup of coffee and a glass of wine got him to show up, I think cooking some bacon would totally get him going. And, and dad took a lick out of both. And why would the best place that your dad would thought would be a fucking tent? Stuff the kids in the tent? Yeah. Would he go hide in the car? There is no car. There's no car. Are you getting all this? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting everything, even the chicks in the background. Yeah. Awesome. One of their phones are going to ring any minute. We, uh, we'd appreciate you telling us what they're talking about. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we, like a tent is really just not like you're kind of just stuck. It's like you're shrink wrapped like a fucking snack for this thing. You can't get out. You can't run away. If a bear Dude, fry, was, that's like a, that's like I, a perfect bear trap. I was camping up in Maine with my family. I was probably 16 years old. I was probably a little younger than that, 14 maybe. And uh, we found this awesome fucking river we were we were canoe camping on. Two weeks. Two weeks we'd go for it. And we'd pack all our shit fucking in the canoe. Fucking we had to go. And so we found this great beach to fucking camp on. We always wanted to camp on the beach. My dad always wanted to camp up in the woods. Well, we found out why. Do bears so swim? What's a bear's reaction? If you go jump in the water, what does a bear do? Does he come after you? Come swimming after and, and this wasn't a bear. Beach might be a good spot. So we want to be on the beach, and my dad, my dad concedes. My dad's like, all right, we'll tent on the beach. Because we want the soft sand on the tent, the, on our backs. Oh, hell tent, yeah, dude. Right? That's like some Tempur-Pedic shit. That's uncomfortable yeah, we, as fuck. Yeah, we think that's the fucking cat's meow, right? We're thinking that's the best thing going. Yeah. That's what me and my brothers want. I never thought of that. That's genius. Yeah, my dad's like, okay, that's what you guys want to do. That's what we'll do. So that's what we did. And 3 o'clock in the morning, we hear, bloosh, bloosh. What the fuck is that? You look out the window of this little fucking dome tent. You know, this your little protection tent. Yeah. 
and you see fucking legs walking by. Legs. Uh, just well, legs, dude. Not a body. Not anything. Just a fucking legs. Well, what kind of legs? Human legs or animal legs? Animal legs for sure. <laughs> legs. And there's huge fucking pollution going on in the goddamn river that you came in on. And you're like, what the fuck is that? And so you fucking pull down the zipper on the other side. You got to know what it is. It's fucking moose. Oh, wow. Moose. So big. Dude, they they're... don't even give a fuck that you're there. <laughs> yeah, they're giants. Yeah. yeah. All you got to do is fucking make the wrong word, piss them off, and they're going right through you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so dude. you're real quiet. They're, they've been known to battle trains up in the Great White North. Dude. How do you know? I've been up in the Great White North. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up to a couple of train moose fights up in the Great White North. What do you know? It's happened. Who do you, put, who do you put your money on, man? Who do you put your money on? Depends on how fast the train's going. If a moose yeah. just fucking, if a moose just holds strong and throws some fucking shoulder into that thing, he could fuck that train up. <laughs> Lee said when she was like snowmobiling, she came across a moose, and it was just like it's it like it's like the size of a house, like they're fucking huge. Yeah, big uh, fucking animals. Yeah, they're gigantic. Nine hundred pounds of fucking meat. Well, I mean, you've seen the head in the jug. That's yeah. just a head. Yeah, that's pretty big. It's fucking enormous. You're talking nine hundred pounds of meat. Yeah, yeah, meat. Hey, uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the show Friday to the little acoustic show I did. That was really fucking cool, man. A lot of people came out. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. That was a really good time. So we're going to do another one in a couple weeks, right? After you get back. Yeah. The quick yeah. digger. Was that everything, quick everything still open? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, so we'll wake up that day and see what color we are. <laughs> right. Today's color. That wasn't there, or was that for everybody else who's listening? What's that? No, for that was actually there. Ah. That's for anybody, and that's for the people who didn't go, who get jealous now, and they'll go to the next one. I am jealous, totally yeah. jealous, because they didn't get a shout out on the show. So you got to go to the next one. Yeah, that was a good fucking time. No I got a recording too, so I'm gonna put out. I'm gonna put out some of the songs I did. I don't know some of the ones I didn't fuck up too bad, but uh, it, it was a good fucking time, and. uh I gave everybody the history lesson on the flag behind us. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Oh, well, I mean, for anybody who's listening, like there's that big flag in the jug in the back room that plays behind us. Like when yeah, the bands are playing, it's on the wall. It actually, it originally wasn't a flag. It was just a bed sheet. And then George Washington lost his, lost his virginity on that bed sheet, and it turned into the American flag, and that's how the American flag was the created. What? Yeah, yeah it's hanging in the jug. Yeah, man. I learned, I learned that shit at a museum. Yeah. We had That's a hell of a jug. Yeah, man. George Washington banged on a sheet and it turned into the American flag. Wait. <laughs> I thought I brought some now. Did you move down yeah. the floor? Thank you. So, everybody, stay tuned for the next date on when uh, we will be performing in front of the American flag the next time. That's right. Uh, what? Uh, so you guys got your Thanksgiving plans right now? You're in North Carolina. Yeah, we uh, we actually we did Thanksgiving dinner tonight. Oh, you? Oh, yeah, you're getting like three Thanksgivings. 
Oh no, I didn't get three. I'm only getting two. Oh. <laughs> I got hold at the on the on the early one. Oh. What was the other one? Uh, we were supposed to do one at Rinker's house. Nice. Um, but they canceled it for um precautionary reasons. Because you were showing up. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's why they were having it. <laughs> that's um, a bummer, man. Yeah, I mean it's okay. We all went out to lunch and I got I got to see him and his wife and kids and everything. So you know that was great. I ain't seen that dude in 20 years. Yeah. Huh? You could have if you're here the other day. He was here. And he might be coming tomorrow. Is he? He might be. You got your whole crew down there. Yeah, I got, I got a crew down here. A lot of the characters from the stories you've told over the years. Pardon me? I said a lot of the characters from all the stories you've told over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've told some stories about these folks. He's talking about the storytellers. Yeah. He's one of them. I'm not a storyteller. I, I crack rigor up as a storyteller. <laughs> well, you could tell them you're in some of them, but we're not going to say which ones. Because <laughs> uh, you don't want to pin the guy to the crime. You don't want to pin him to the crime. Here's 10. Well, we, we already went through that. There's a, a what do you call that? A statute of limitations on uh, everything that we did. Yeah, there oh, is yeah. a statute of limitations. And, it, and it's, we're past it. That's cool. A lot, a lot of shit I'm not proud of, but hey, that's all right, man. A lot hey, of shit I am proud of. <laughs> what's the statute of limitations on the joint that I'm smoking right now? Is that cool? Is that what's the deal with that? <laughs> I think that's fine. All right, good. It's what's been long the statute enough. Statute of limitations with having a full-blown argument fishing on the Niagara River, and then having a full-blown argument with the Canadian. On the other side of the You're saying full flown <laughs> argument? Uh yeah, full flown argument. I think it's blown. full blown argument. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Is it full blown or full flown? Have I been wrong my whole life? <laughs> full blown. It's full blown. I may have been drinking a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But no, I get what you're saying. Fire. I get what you're saying. No, I think when full flown. They both make sh- they both make sense. Start getting you shit. Okay, so you're on the river and you're and you're having a full flown argument with these Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. It's it's a flowing river. Why wouldn't you be having a full flown argument? There you go. <laughs> you're- so you're having a full flown argument with people across the river from another country. Yeah, that's international war. <laughs> yeah, and all you can talk about is who caught the bigger fish, but what you should be talking about is who can bring what across the what. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting some international trade deals with the Canadians? And I'm not saying anything like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't be ridiculous. I'm on the fucking river basin. They're on the river basin. We're all walking back and forth. It sounds like Checking the new season out. of Fargo. <laughs> yeah. You you can walk under the bridge. You don't have to walk on top of the bridge. <laughs> All kinds of things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, 
it's fun fucking fishing down there. Yeah. Of course. So we might go fishing in the morning, actually, too. There's, uh, there's a private lake same. here. And uh, there's fishing poles in the closet. So yeah. I got youngins, and they want to go fishing. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you got to go catch dinner. So a little... Uh, Don't put that on me. A little tidbit of information. The, uh, the Sabres... And Devils four overtime game in 1994. Oh no no no! We watched at Mr. Hill's house here. I don't remember nothing. And uh, pretty much every person that we all know got in trouble because everyone's parents were like, "Be home as soon as the game ends." And then it went to four overtime, so no one got home until like three in the morning. And it was a school night. They probably ended at two. Yeah, you <laughs> followed the rules. You followed we the, did. You followed instructions But none of our perfectly. parents bought into that when we were 16 and 17. <laughs> they were like, where the fuck? No one had cell phones. So they're like, where the fuck have you been? I don't even buy into that shit. We're like, we were my, watching the game. Most of my games were, I, I watched all my games at Hogan's house. Well, the games, it started at Hogan's. But then I think Mike showed up. Kicked us all and out. Kicked us all out. <laughs> so we went to your basement. <laughs> that makes sense. Right. Okay. Now, now I'm on board. <laughs> now I'm on board. <laughs> I think you guys diligently, like, that's the one time, that's the one of your stories from when you were a kid where you did the right thing. <laughs> you didn't follow the rules, which was be, right home, be home when the game's over. We always followed the fucking rules. Always. Oh we always followed the rules to a T. Yeah. Now, those rules <laughs> may have been the ones we made up. Yeah. <laughs> I beg the difference. Do you? We follow the rules. What about I was the time when say, the I've heard of... people made fucked up rules? Well, I've heard that a few of these stories. The these sort of sound like you guys are going by prison rules. <laughs> that was against our parents' rules. Right. But if we well, wouldn't have got caught. No rules when they need to be established. <laughs> so we took uh, the Hill family uh, vehicle out one time when we were, I don't know if any of us were old enough to drive. I don't think any of us were. The Hill family vehicle? Was it like a fucking stage wagon? Yeah. We were close to the age of driving. Definitely 16. no one was allowed to drive after dark. They were 16. I was probably 14. So we were sleeping down at the uh, at the creek that runs behind their house. And uh, we got this idea to... So I'm teaching them how to live in the woods like a man. Yeah, yeah. this sounds like some and Tom Sawyer shit. And they're teaching me how to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like an even trade-off at the time. It sounds like the <laughs> outsiders. pretty good, actually. <laughs> Except for when, Hill, when we pushed the car back down the street and into the driveway, the van door... <laughs> oh, you're missing the whole fucking thing. What? We're in the fucking woods. Old man, my old man knows we're fucking, we stole the car. He ain't, he's waiting for us to come home. He's waiting. Yeah. He's just waiting for us to come home. He knows we're camping out in the woods. Me and fucking four of my buddies, he knows we took the car. We, you know what we fucking did? You know what we went and took that car for? We got a goddamn Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking wild, right? Yeah, but that's the adventure of a lifetime. 
Yeah, so we bring that car home. We're easy. We fucking, we cut the car off. Like, almost outside the neighborhood. It was way yeah. up and the like, fucking street. You caught the engine and then just rolled it in like a fucking just, drive-by. Yeah. No, easy. Now. I ain't saying roll. Nobody, I didn't say roll. You said roll. <laughs> I said we're easing it in. Okay. <laughs> it's not even a roll. It can't, it's it's under. It's one step under a roll. Dude, it's an ease. And my dad opens up the goddamn bright orange fucking van. I don't even know what year it was. It must have been a goddamn '86 or some shit. Something like that. Bright fucking orange. I was gonna van. ask what kind of car was this? Is a big orange van? Yeah. A big ass orange van with a baseball bat coming yeah. out of it. He jumps <laughs> out of it with a baseball bat. He says, Get your asses over here. And we're all like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> but do you remember? Brian was on your fence. Yeah. You know, he was on Bondi's fence. Or he's on Bondi's fence. Yeah. yeah. Our, another friend of ours, Brian. He says, Brian, get your ass over here. Yeah. <laughs> he knows exactly who it is because he only lived like three houses down. So he went and- to jump the fence? He tried to jump the fence. Brian, get your ass back over here. <laughs> so, did we, you hey, offer him any of the pizza? He might have changed his tune. Hey, we were so bad. I think it was gone. <laughs> we, we were so bad, so bad, that we went in the house and waited for our parents to pick us up. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I was at my house. My parents picked me up. I was in big fucking trouble. We were all in big fucking trouble. Is but stuffed crust or anything like is it? They didn't give us they no didn't, shit. Didn't have that, I think they were actually impressed that we actually got it and took it out. To be honest with you. Yeah, that shows survival skills. You guys fed yourselves. I think they were surprised we actually made it home. Yeah, I think so too. I'm pretty sure they thought we were a bunch of fucking invalids and we couldn't make it home. Oh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> We're talking years before this. Years before this. We're stealing cars just to run them as fast as we can. And uh, Brian says, hey, I'm going to go pick up Zoda. I'm not, I'm not, shouldn't say names. Cut that part. <laughs> oh, Ryan. <laughs> So a dude was going to pick me up. <laughs> he go pick up another dude, Zoda. Zoda. <laughs> Stats no- of limitations. And Zoda and Ryan were going to come back. I mean, dude, cut that. Dude, dude and dude were going to come back and pick me up. If you say it one more time, I'm not cutting any of them. Yeah, like 14 years old. Get out of my house, fucking. They got a nice band. We're going to fucking ride, man. To the river. Yeah, we're going to go to the river. By the van. No, we started the van down by the river, all right? (laughs) We started the van down by the river. We're the guys you do not want to see at a van down by the river. That's all I'm saying. You were the example he was making. But they were the yeah. van. The van ended up getting towed. <laughs> Where was the van? The van ended up getting towed. And uh, I went home and went to bed. And uh, Zoda went home and went to bed. Nobody <laughs> went to meet you. you were Nothing happened. 
Nothing ever happened of it. <laughs> Wait, so who's so you just stole a van? You stole a van from from you just anybody you didn't know who? Hey, 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 hey. We we a bunch of thieves over here. What are you talking about? You, you borrowed a van. <laughs> what? Did I say steal? Yeah. No, I didn't. You did. And then I did I <laughs> Well we did. You, you <laughs> borrowed your friend's van and it got towed. And then you just no, both we stole went and pretended. <laughs> no, there was a van, definitely. We found the van when we were walking along the river. Barely. It was there. With the keys in it. <laughs> That's all we were trying to do. No, we just tried to check it out and make sure it was clean and... I mean, finding a van when you're when finding an unoccupied van when you're a teenager is like amazing. It's like finding a town that you can just take over. Like it's just it opens your whole life up. I've been there too. Unoccupied car? What's this? I've been there. Zero. I don't know if you've been there. I've been there. An unoccupied car that runs? Yeah, you're going to have to take it somewhere. You got to take it somewhere. Yeah, it's there, like, dude, there used to be like this, like... That was left for dead. There used to be this, like, I guess it was an art project or something parked behind uh, the Frontier House in Lewiston. It was like this hippie bus. And it was like, you know, just an art installation. But you could, like, go onto it. And we went in there and we used to smoke weed in that thing, like, every fucking day. And then one day my friend let off the fucking fire extinguisher and like we ran away and the whole bus was like smoking like a fucking bomb went off in it and then they took it away. <laughs> so you can never go back again. No, I never know what happened to that bus, but it's probably, I mean, when you let off a fire extinguisher, it kind of fucks the whole room up. <laughs> but did they place that bus there so you wouldn't see even better things for you to fuck up. Maybe it was a distraction. It was well, we fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. They're like, let's just put one of these fucking hippie buses here, and all the stoners will go there, so they won't bother You're anything about else. Park, right? No, it wasn't. Our, it was near the frontier house, like behind it. But I mean, come on, you're gonna put a fucking hippie bus there and leave it open and expect people not to smoke weed in it? Why would they put a hippie bus at McDonald's? I don't know, Hill. It was McDonald's at the time. I'm sorry, I'm having a conversation with Arden here. None of this whole conversation makes any sense to me. There you have a bit. It's like a whole art world back there. It's a whole fucking art scene. There's all sorts of sculptures and shit back there. Nah. Yeah, man. So they put a weird hippie bus back there. Yeah. With the art. It was very uh, nice, and we ruined it because right. we were bad kids. Yeah, it's a hippie world. You get All right, Thurman, let's take a break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking now. Now we're break. Now this is a break. Yeah. You mean you I'll want call to you call me back? Yeah, yeah, I'll call you back in a couple minutes. Okay. All right. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. Trying to get a five foot dial that I'm waiting for my phone to die again. All right, we can be on. Now we're on. Now we're on. Red light. Red light. All right.
Five, four, three, two, one. I'm on. We're on. Fucking. That's funny, man. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's going on? with this part two? This is like the old Batman TV show where they leave you on a cliffhanger. Yeah, right. And then come I back know. the next time. Well, we, we didn't last... the show last night and then decided that everyone was too drunk and rambling over each other. Right. <laughs> so. So we're finishing the show today. <laughs> so uh, Todd's here. I just met Todd. I've heard about him many times in Crown, but uh, yeah. Here's my my finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. <laughs> so uh, we're just uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That sounded like just mumbling. If you got, if someone's gonna say something, they gotta fucking like. No, no, it. it's because because we're we're relocating to the basement around oh, the table. Okay. Getting away because we're outside and it, it all echoes through the mountains here. So we were like, mm, maybe we should move. <laughs> yeah, mountains are not good for. Um. <laughs> all right. So fucking Todd's there. You guys are partying. I hear last night someone almost fell into the fire. Is what you told me. <laughs> Yeah, Hill was struggling with his uh, uh, mechanics, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, um, <clears throat> I mean, we all got pretty torn up, uh, you know. While you're there, each other, of course. That's why. But you're um, there. yeah, exactly. But he, uh, he all of a sudden just was like. Started stumbling and bumbling around. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's the sitting down. When you're sitting down and you're getting all fucked up and then you stand up and you realize you haven't stood up in a while. Yeah, right? That's it. Well, he didn't He didn't regain it for the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. So you guys yeah, had yeah, a yeah. beautiful... It was awesome seeing him. We had a really good time. It sounds like a beautiful reunion. Yeah, it is. Um, and you're making new friends with Todd. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know if I know a Todd. I feel like I'm I'm really digging using that name though. Like we never get to use that name. No, we don't. This is yeah. A I know. Fucking thousand Chris's. There's two hundred Matts. There's forty seven hundred Sean's. There's no Todd's. We don't have a Todd. He said we don't have a Todd on this show. In He's our lives at all. <laughs> Was Todd yeah, the dude? Yeah, there's foosball here, Todd. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty dope. You got a foosball uh, table going there? We do, but it's the three goalie style. So, like, it's funny because every person that's recognized that it was a three goalie thing had the exact same reaction. We're all just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What do you mean three goalie style? Like, oh, you know, foosball oh. table normally has one goalie. Well, this okay. one has three. I hear you. Yeah, he's got two little sidekicks. On the, like, the, yeah. like the goalie bar has three guys on it. Yeah. Yes. We got loppers and screwdrivers. We can remove said. <laughs> oh, you can kill. Yeah, dude. Too many men on the field. You can get those guys the fuck out of there. Right. <laughs> too many men on the field. They're segregated too. We should we should take some of the red ones and put with the blue ones, <laughs> and the blue ones with the red ones, so that they're you know more at peace. <laughs> at peace. <laughs> It's yeah, always red one. and blue. It was always red versus blue, man. They've been putting this shit in our heads for decades. Every game, every bubble hockey, every game we had was always red versus blue. Yeah. It's like the Confederacy on the uh, the Britain reps when they showed up dressed like targets to try to win over our country. Cheers. 
What the fuck? What? <laughs> Are we do- whoever, yep. give the Revolutionary War uh, thing closer to the phone because I want to hear that. What was that? I said that the the red, you know, the red and the blue right. showing up was just like when the Britons showed up to try to take back the country, dressed like targets. They just stood in a line, dressed like targets. <laughs> and by then, the Americans had learned, hey, let's sit in the woods and wear wood-colored stuff. And <laughs> yeah. shoot them. And all of a sudden, boom, we're America. Yeah. <laughs> that really was a dumbass idea. They're like, let's dress in red. And unless yeah. unless you're out during a very specific day in fall, everyone's going to see you. Let's <laughs> dress in red and line up in a line and only shoot forward. Yeah. And then you know what? The guys behind us, they're going to line up in a line too and as soon as we're done shooting forward they're gonna shoot forward (laughs) and to completely eliminate any type of surprise let's have a guy with a drum and a guy with a with a whistle let's have a fucking band playing (laughs) big flag so they can see if you they used to to fight shit mad differently back then yeah i'd say a long way from drone strikes Um, that's cool. So what did you guys, uh, what was the adventure today down there? Uh, well, today I had to go get my fucking stupid COVID test because otherwise New York State won't let me back in. Okay, so uh, you got it today? I got it today. When are you I coming back? Today. When are you coming back? Saturday? I feel like this is too I, soon. No, I have to get it three days in advance of leaving another state to get back into New York State. Dude. And then I have to get it within 72 hours of getting into New York State again. This shit is so confusing. You got it's three days ridiculous. to go fucking make out with every Chinese person you see. They do them for free at M Trip. Oh, they so, oh, you had to pay for this shit? Eighty four bucks. Eighty four bucks. Well, then where's that money going? I don't know. At least it's not going to New York State. Those Looks like cars. fucking Bill Gates is buying a couple new cardigans this they week, huh? Here in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, that's. Hey, a... I got a que- I got a question. This has been bothering me, and you guys can can weigh in on it. Um, so ninety eight percent of all bubble wrap in the world is made in China. Is there COVID in those little individual bottles of bu- bubbles? Oh, of bubble motherfucker! <laughs> God damn it! You just yep. crack this shit open. Yeah. <laughs> because yep. they made it so addicting. Yeah, I was about to say, can you not pop bubble wrap? Not, you can't not pop, pop just one. Pop right. I have to pop. <laughs> of course. Dude, anytime like we play like a festival or something, like a lot of times a lot of the equipment is rented. So backstage are all the boxes and the bubble wrap and shit. So all the bands hang out backstage and get stoned and start popping it. And whoever's running the things, like, you've got to fucking hide the bubble wrap or we'll all just pop it. Because it's the <laughs> most fun thing to do in the world. It's fucking addictive. And they're just, every one of those is just releasing more into the air. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Now we know how it's spread. They did it on purpose. Little bastards. It's the yep. Shyamalan twist. <laughs> so on a, on a lighter note, way before COVID, I opened the back of a sight unseen Penske truck one time. Yeah, and there were three of the three foot wide rolls of bubble wrap. Oh man, yeah, the industrial shit. I laid down. Um, I had a guest bedroom with no furniture in it whatsoever, and laid the bubble wrap about a foot thick. <laughs> you want to talk about great sex? 
Yeah. <laughs> every direction you push, you pop, 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 see how many bubbles you pop, roll her over, and then the knees and elbows are popping stuff. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. I feel, yeah, yeah. because... We that what are we saying right now? We're saying that popping those fucking bubbles. There's something about it. There's a little bit you of get a, a fucking... rhythm to it. You get a rhythm too because you can hear while you're having sex. You know if you're pushing the right way or yeah, it's great. Yeah, you know, pick her up, slam her down, pop a few more. Right. There's some sort of like AMSR like like pleasure that that hits your brain. So I feel like that would be you know if you take really good Molly. And bang a chick on the bubble wrap. I feel like there's no coming back from that. That's the that's the top of the mountain, dude. That's the peak of the mountain. Depends on what music. What music would have to be playing for that? Friendly Foe's new album, Harmless, that is now available on uh, Spotify and SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I've been doing. The fucking all the press and shit all day for that. Uh, yeah, friendly. I don't even know if we said that yesterday. It's so funny that like we've just been brushing over these huge things that have been happening. Uh, <laughs> fucking all right, yeah. The album's finally fucking out. The rapid show is canceled. I don't. I wasn't kidding. Uh, it kind of like because when we were talking to the ghost kid, they were talking about how rapids is haunted. I'm like, well, I'll tell you some fucking spirits that won't be there. <laughs> yeah, so that's canceled. But the album's out, so check it out. Thermopolis.com. Yeah, I never, I, I never heard of them. What are they? Some type of garage band or something? Yeah, basement band, motherfucker. <laughs> Get your facts straight. <laughs> so when we were listening to it out by the fire the other night, um, we were fucking getting into it, and then all of a sudden, and like, uh, Tom was like, you know, what what does uh, Pete do on the album? And I was like, uh, I'm like, well, you know, this. Same thing as like when they're playing, like he, he does the bongos. I'm like he does like uh, backing vocals, and right. you know I, I he does like little yeah. And uh, I go he does a little. Uh, he, I go you know what he's good at is he does some beatbox and shit like that. And uh, fucking the next song that comes on for what we were listening to on Spotify uh, was like some rap song, and Crown turns to me and he goes Triber song, <laughs> <Yeah>. Imperial. <laughs> It's what? the song's called Imperial and Pete is beatboxing on it. No, 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 no. Oh, it's the other a one? real like yeah, it was like a plug oh. like in between your songs. Oh, okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, dude. It was hilarious. Yeah, a real band. Like the he commercial, goes, yeah. Oh, he goes, Shriver song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny if our album was just like super schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, right. It went for this one that's tone. What we're talking about. We were gonna review it. And, you know, but it, it kept on interjecting oddball songs in the middle of the freaking set list. We're like, got a little yeah. confused at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Spotify's a pain in the ass with that shit. I'm thinking Garage Man, so, so it's like R.I.P. Kurt Cobain, and we're rapping, so R.I.P. Biggie Smalls, and R.I.P. Betty White. She's not dead yet, but it's going to happen soon. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like... A threat? Are you gonna kill Betty White? <laughs> Are you gonna kill Betty White? <laughs> you kidding me? I wanna tap that shit. Yeah. She imagine pretty... the experience level there. That's true. You imagine what she could teach you? Are you telling me you wanna fuck Betty White on a bed full of bubble wrap? Oh yeah. That would be good for her joints, dude. Her old joints, like you know what I mean? Like that'd be good for her. Maybe the ribs cracking. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what that popping noise is. It's gonna be a lot of popping noises. Yeah. And it's good that there's already you're already like plastic is already 
Like they should start selling. They, that's a fucking brilliant idea. We're gonna make like, uh, and you know what? All right, here's what we do. We go through the COVID thing. We're gonna make our own line of of erotic bubble wrap. Uh, and then you yeah. can make like underwear out of it and shit. When the bubbles pop, it releases like a fragrance that covers up any unwanted smells in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you could do even one better. You could have like a liner that you sell that you put down on the bed or on the floor, and then like heart shaped bubble wrap. Hell yeah. Some of them have fragrance in them. Some of them have like that Kentucky jelly. Yep. <laughs> and so as you're sitting there fucking, then all of a sudden you get the lube all start to spread out. Now it's a wrestling match. Yeah, dude. It's like an advent calendar. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, God. Yes. It'd be perfect. <laughs> you, skip, you flip another one and there's some Molly. <laughs> you know, you hit, some, you hit one full of blow and your, your dick's numb but hard as a rock. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think we're onto something. We're onto something. We're totally onto something. An American-made company where bubble wrap comes from that we can guarantee it's clean. Not yeah, COVID-free bubble wrap. Not that Asian oh, bubble dude, wrap. we're making this is going to be made in the USA. Get the fuck. This is going to be the Ford of fuck paper or whatever. <laughs> None of that Asian disease. No, fuck uh, that shit. Wrap. Fuck that. I mean, they are a very horny people. I've been there. Very ho- the Japanese are very, very horny. So they'll buy this shit up. They'll buy this wouldn't shit up. Too? If you were a Japanese woman, wouldn't you be too? Somebody's throwing bean sausage at you all day long. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'd be fucking an octopus. Um, yeah, they're gonna, you know, they'll steal this idea and make like a weird Chinese version of it. But this is gonna be made in America. This is fucking great. This is brilliant. This is all in this being recorded right now. It's being documented. This is our intellectual like property. Part of it too. Little heart shaped bubble wraps full of all different kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, and they'll just sell fucking sheets full of that shit. It's already covered in plastic. Oh, yeah. You got to have easy disposable, like you kind of fold it up and then tie it and throw it away. Because as soon yeah. as you're done, you don't want to look at that thing. You're ashamed. No. no. Nah. Like, no oh. Then you can also have one if you're ready to end your relationship. You lay it out, and it's a Betty White scent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, yeah, the emergency fucking break right there. Yeah. That's the eject button. It smells like Betty White's vagina. <laughs> like a tire fire. There's Sardine. Some, there's some fucking pictures. Uh, Betty White like posed nude like back in the 50s for some fucking magazine. Uh, you know. So. 70 years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. You can really see like when, yeah, like when you see like how like nature ages something. Uh, you can see like what those seventy years have done to those tits. So we need an updated <laughs> version. <laughs> well, it's like when you see that picture of the falls when they cut it off and it's just like a cliff. You're like, it looks nothing like that today. <laughs> Seventy-year-old tits. <laughs> Did you say? Wait, no. hold on. Hey, you know what a seventy-year-old? You know what a seventy-year-old 70. woman? Ta- you know what a seventy-year-old woman tastes like? That depends. Uh, <laughs> oh, Uncle Todd. Why? <laughs> Why? I don't even know who it is. That was an Uncle Todd joke, if there ever was one. That was an Uncle Todd. <laughs> well, is there when you're saying seventy-year-old tits? Are you saying seventy-year-old tits or seventy-year-old tits? What? Seven. You said seven <laughs> year old tits? <laughs> That's like no. six. Six. It's like seven. We got an odd number. We're, we're one tit shy. 
Yeah, so either someone's missing one or someone's got one too many. It's like having sex it's with like total recall. It's yeah. like having sex with twenty-eight year olds. What are you gonna do with all twenty of them when you're done? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are obviously woke. Uh how how is it uh <laughs> um, that, I like this. this is a fucking, uh so what is on the fucking agenda? You guys had your Thanksgiving yesterday. Yeah, I think we're gonna have another one tomorrow. We're gonna have another one tomorrow though. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah, so, we did uh, turkey Thanksgiving Tuesday, and we're going to do ham Thanksgiving Thursday. Oh, you hitting the whole potentially farm. Potentially grilled trout. Well, maybe. What, maybe. Uh, what the fuck is today? Say Wednesday? Today is Wednesday, yeah. yeah. So you're meeting Hot Dog Friday in Tennessee. Where are you now? Hot Dog's right here. I'm oh, here, Hot Dog's right. here? That's who I'm listening to? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You thought it was Slate Smitty? Oh wait, hot dogs here. Fuck, I meant to say Slade Smitty. Sorry, I'm getting them all. Con- yeah. Now there's a Todd. I can't keep any of this shit straight. Yeah. I go, you know, it's not Slade Smitty. Okay, we would have made a way bigger sorry. deal about it. You're, yes, you're saying I didn't mean to say hot dog. You, you're meeting up with Slade Smitty Friday. Supposedly. Supposedly. Okay. Yeah. Well, now you th- you threw a Todd into the mix. I'm all confused. Um, <laughs> Anytime Todd gets thrown in the mix, everybody gets confused. <laughs> Um, what was the fucking, uh, what, 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 uh, what else are you getting into down there, man? Uh, I don't know. What are we doing tomorrow? We're going to, are we going down the river or something? Yeah. We're, uh, drinking, uh, we're drinking a bottle of, um, of rum that, uh, that Hata got in Cuba. And they, oh. they can't export it. You have to smuggle it out basically in your ass. Yeah. How big of a bottle is it? It's a big bottle. It's really girthy at the base. <laughs> it's really, really girthy. girthy. You should have heard it when you got it out. I was like, pork. <laughs> the old prison garage. <laughs> it's a hot dog term. <laughs> now I know why. Hot dog got <laughs> That's pretty badass, though, man. How how is it? It's the best rum I've ever had. I, I got it's this. really good. I, I went to Cuba with Hot Dog and his wife about three years ago and had it there. Hot Dog and Hot Dog's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, dog, hot Dog and Wiener Wallet. <laughs> so, uh, I'm I, assuming I she's not in the room. room. Right here. I'm right here. <laughs> oh, she is in the room. Oh, even better. Yeah. So, right. But we, I, we, drank, we drank the rum there. And uh, evidently he's had some in hiding and just brought it out. So he, he's been saving it for me. It's pretty great. So, so you're not allowed to fucking export? Like, you're not, there's still, like, an embargo on that shit? They can export Havana 1. So how did you get it out? Cool. How did you get it out? In his ass. He just told you. <laughs> All right, man. I was going to go ahead and fucking, you know, play the benefit of the doubt here and say that we were kidding. But, all right, good for you. That's impressive. We need Don't to. Give me the <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be like a list that the fucking FAA has of like craziest shit that they found in people's asses. <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. A bunch of online. They didn't find shit coming out of Cuba. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said, now you're delving into my kind of porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm coming through the airport with three fucking rolls of bubble tape and a bottle of rum in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> bubble tape like the bubble gum? 
No, whatever no, the fuck no, we were talking about before. Let her make it. You had me. You had me, and I'm coming through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, I got a bottle of rum in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very well lubricated from the new product we just made. Watch Watch it. It. I'm gonna keep an eye out for that shit. Next time I'm at the airport, I'm gonna look around and like watch a guy who's like walking funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that guy's got a fucking bottle. A little... He's got a balloon in his ass. <laughs> in reality, it was a, it was one of the best uh, costumes I ever wore. We had a toga party, and uh, I wore bubble wrap as my toga. It was pretty good. <laughs> so me and the girl I was with, everybody was trying to pop her bubble wrap. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, then, I actually, I mean, we were playing some, <laughs> like I was saying before, like festivals and shit, when you rent equipment, all the bubble wrap that wrapped that shipped it there is all sitting backstage so it started raining at that pub fest when uss was playing so i wrapped myself in it like in uh in dude where's my car remember the, like the fucking nerdy cult star trek kids they run into zoltan yeah remember that shit they were all wrapped yeah. in bubble wrap so i made like a jacket out of it and went out into the crowd during the uss show and it was getting all popped and shit. And my buddy who, like, you know, rented the shit, whose name's on the paperwork, is like, what the fuck? Where'd all the, the bubble wrap go? <laughs> <laughs> it's It'll be fine. We were, little do we know we were releasing fucking toxins into the air that would shut down every Applebee's in the country. Releasing COVID. Nah, man, I think we got a fucking great idea with that popping the, the advent calendar shit. The copyright Thermopolis Media intellectual property. But it was mine. Damn. Well, it's all of ours. It's all Lost of ours. Again. Lost again. It's, it's all full of ours. It's all. It's all. Yes. This. This is the recorded thing. This is the idea. That's how right. Disney did it. We gotta fucking. We gotta have uh, Rocket Man pitch this to Disney. He has. We do gotta have Rocket there. Man pitch this to Disney. You know, they're big on marketing and products and shit. We'll have it'll be like the magic carpet, you know, from Aladdin, but it'll be a uh, bubble wrap <laughs> full of lube and cocaine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like first time I met Todd. No one to tell you no, you stupid hoe. I never so say you're currently creaming the whole sorry. <laughs> First time we met Todd. Yeah, I was, was gonna say, where the dick. fuck did Todd come from? That was right, Dick. Probably knew Todd for two months and he got sick. Went in the hospital. Oh shit! Yeah. I get this phone call. He's like, dude, <laughs> my parents are coming down, and dude, you know it's in my apartment. So I need, to, <laughs> I, need, I need you to take care of my dog. I need to take care of my dog and maybe straighten up my apartment a little bit. You know, hide the fucking porn and the fucking toys. And I said, that. I need you. Have, I need you to get all the sex toys off the floor and hide them in a cabinet up high because my parents are short. And take care of my dog. I don't know how long I'll be in the hospital because I got a hold of some really bad cocaine and I was bleeding and coughing up blood. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah so I was immediate twenty-four hour quarantine for tuberculosis. I literally uh, had him for probably a month. Maybe two. Yep. Right. And tops. And, and we didn't talk a lot. Well, that's a you lot of trust. You had all the sex toys out. You brought that whore home. I peed on your foot. You brought a whore home to pee on your foot. I ended up taking her to bed. <laughs> that one was not me. He brought the whore home that peed on his foot. But he brought her home for me because his 
wife was next door. Adolf's first wife was next door. We will refer to her as Bitchilla and or Titler. <laughs> and she was next door, and he brought this woman home for me, which was great. And their sex toys were everywhere. And then I'm coughing up blood at three in the morning. <laughs> That's a lot to hold on. That's a lot to unpack right here. What's that? Sorry. Go ahead, Thurman. So, what was the cause of the bleeding and all that? Bad cocaine. Bad cocaine for real? Yeah, for real. Did it, it happen to everybody though? Did it happen? My lungs and made me cough blood. Jesus Did it Christ. happen to everybody who was with you? The hooker? I'm I assuming didn't, the hooker. The hooker who peed on your foot didn't do any cocaine. Ryan's cocaine was much better than my cocaine. I was getting it for Dirty Steve. Remember Dirty Steve? <laughs> dirty Steve. Oh, God, it was horrible cocaine. Like straight out of a gas can. That sucks. Like that, it's like that, it was like that white shit that forms around Betty White's labia. Oh, oh gross. That actually yeah, might be what it is. Stand on the side of your mouth after Betty White's lady. <laughs> Interesting enough, same street value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you gotta know a Cuban. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> well, that's a fucking that's a dare ad if I've ever fucking heard one. <laughs> Don't do shitty drugs, kids. Um, yeah, right? So that's how that's how that's an interesting story. How you meet a guy named Todd, and then he needs you to. I've had to do the apartment cleaning before too. So, so yeah, I'm, I was fucking finished. I, I walk, I walk in, man. It was like something I'd never seen before. Todd's apartment. Had you ever yeah. been there before? No, I never went actually all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> all the way in. Really? At this point, at this point, at this point in our relationship, he had never been all the way in. He had just broken the service, just the tip. Just got in the front door. He had just gotten in the front door. Never made it all the way to the back door. In the foyer. Was in his doorway. I never actually saw, so when I went in there, man, what I saw, I can't even. I don't even think I can say it on the fucking podcast. What? Probably good. I mean, just. Like you like said, fucking dildos hanging on the ceiling, fucking, I mean, just the weirdest shit that you think you'd probably ever see. Six days <laughs> of lipstick for my dog. Yeah, not, not knowing that that was living right next to, I shared a wall. <laughs> oh, Is shit. That, that stuff was going on in there. I, had no I cut a glory hole, but my dick's so small, I couldn't get all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to put my dick through, hoping that maybe one of them will see it. And it's just all I feel is fiberglass, but I liked it. So I kept it down. <laughs> Now every time the fucking Pink Panther comes on, you get a boner. Yeah. Well, that's fucking. That's interesting. Todd sounds like a fucking hoot. Jesus. So well, far, so good. So I'm gonna assume you, you're a bachelor living by yourself, having fucking dildos hanging on the ceiling and shit. You didn't have a lot of fucking company coming over, or company who was into dildo decorations. Twenty-eight year olds. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. So, that's, so you like had to hide this world. fucking you had to hide this fucking this fucking arsenal of shit. He had to he had to grab everything. I think he wore rubber gloves. Oh and, and face masks and shit. That was before face masks yeah. were cool. <laughs> so you had the heavy duty. I must have pulled out like ten contractor garbage bags full of like just I mean, just garbage for one. Mostly dildos, but you know, I mean, I was 
there was the smut mag stuck to the fucking bathroom wall. I mean, it was like, it was really intense. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, then his parents get there. Okay, they are the <laughs> nicest little old church people you'll ever fucking my, Really? My parents, Shut up. my mother and father are the closest things to angels that have ever touched this planet. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's amazing. I've never, I've seen my father drunk one time in my entire life. And he wasn't even really that drunk. He just had a couple of shots of crown. And I've only seen my mom with a drink in her hand twice. And it was like sangria. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, your parents have never had a glass of Cuban rum smuggled through your friend's ass? <laughs> no. No. It's got the smoky flavor. That's what would probably do it. He would probably, he would, dad would at least try it if it was out of Ryan's ass. My dad loves, I mean, hot dogs. My dad loves hot dogs. <laughs> That's funny. It might cancel itself out. My parents are very lovely people. They're very cute. They're very, like, they don't really curse, and they like really cute movies, and, like, they're very nice, sweet, cute people. And I am just a miserable, constantly saying cocksucker, motherfucker, all day guy. I don't know. I think it cancels itself out. It skips a generation, like, hair loss or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. You're not so bad. I don't know why you got to start digging on hot dog about this hair loss thing. This shit ain't. I mean, we're having a good time till now. I don't even know what hot dog looks like. I can't wear my hair like it. Oh, it's glorious. I think the hot dog with hair on it is worse. This is the best. This is just the white trashiest rat tail mullet looking thing ever. It's a unique experiment. What are you asking me? I do it myself. Oh, I actually don't do it myself. I get one of the girls to do it. I was like, yeah. that's that's the new line. I'm like, I'm like, I love your hair. I'm like, I need to get it cut. He goes, don't cut it. Just shave the sides again. Let's keep getting on it. So we're going to have to come over and shave for So is, he, is Todd, is, wait, who the fuck is, are we saying you're rocking a mullet right now? I am rocking a bohawk. <laughs> yeah. I'm rocking a bohawk, but I let the back keep growing. And so for the rat tail, so it's kind of a bohawk mullet. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's something else. Really? Captain, you got to give me some play-by-play here, man. What does it look like? Describe it. It's Describe it. long, blondish, rat-butt brown. Uh, Is it naturally blonded, or did you fucking have it highlighted? Yeah, no, you I'm, did, I'm, you I'm motherfucker. Like, forget the gray hairs. It's a blondy brownish. More right. brown. A little We're going to need to get pictures. Captain, obtain pictures. <laughs> the gray's all down here. It's not yeah. a lot of it. What? You're doing it right. You're losing all yours before it turns gray. I'm just saying, <laughs> is this still is this still Todd I'm talking to? I'm trying to get the come over to happen if I did that. Oh god, this is I, that's a good a good example. Think of the reverse comb over. Yeah, this shit's growing right down the middle, and it's shaved on both sides. Not slick. I've got fuzz, so it's not like it's shaved bald. I get you. It's just buzzed down a little bit. But it's a faux hawk. It, it's not quite as skinny as a true mohawk would be. No, I get what you're saying. It's just kind of all pushed to the center, but then there's a mullet going on in the back. Ah, uh, yeah, there is. And this yeah. is, but, I but see, I can't. Is, like, the mohawk's not like up though. He either parts it to one side or the other. It's just oh, over the side. But he cuts fucking if you probably It's like I a whale's it. fin. So yeah, that's good. I tried it for. Uh, I got some Crisco and shit in the fucking cupboard. Uh, well, we, we maybe iron. Thurman, I would, might have some pictures for you in the next hour. <laughs> We've gotten so far. <laughs> I got an ironing board right inside. We've gotten so far from from bubble wrap, sexy bubble wrap, and Betty White's vagina. Now we're stuck on my faux hawk rat tail. 
Hey man, this, this show constantly changes. <laughs> That's why we keep getting more viewers. <laughs> more rough. More rough. More rough. I don't that know what you guys are talking about. That's an obvious progression to me. I feel like there's nowhere to end up, but of exactly. course, if you're having That's that exactly. conversation, someone in the room has either a mullet or a faux hawk or a rat tail. You just happen to have all of them. Yes. And is this, <laughs> Todd, this is Todd I'm talking to? <laughs> yes. Yes, and this is Todd, the same guy. I'm just trying to get it all together for the listener, and this is the same guy with the contractor bags full of dildos. Yes. Okay. Me. All right. I am delighted that yeah. Todd has been brought yeah. into no, this that's universe. Me. That's me. I can't fucking hear what same. you're saying. What? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that was same guy that on Wednesday, November 25th of 2020, came out with the bubble wrap idea for commercializing bubble wrap. That was the same Todd. Dude, you're going to be the next my pillow guy. That's what you um, need. The fucking I'm product. The Betty White vagina crusty guy. <laughs> That seems it's a lot of things for the first half of an episode. <laughs> yeah. Every I pro- known it's 20 minutes longer than we've been talking. <laughs> I don't think we've even begun to defile ourselves yet. Every great product needs a great front man. It needs a, a salesman. You know, Billy Fusillo had the huge thing. The MyPillow guy is huge. We need this is Todd's going to be our guy to sell this fucking bubble wrap thing to people. Yeah, I will. As soon as I get out of jail for killing Billy Priscilla, <laughs> I hate that son of a bitch so much. Why? He's huge. Because he's huge. <laughs> it was it was cute when I used to go down to Fort Myers and visit my buddy Ryan or Hot Dog. We go visit Hot Dog and visit Hot Dog's Hot Dog's wallet, and uh, I'd go down and visit them, and it was fun. And I'd hear the huge commercials, but then the son of a bitch brought a Keeler dealership up in Tampa, and I had to hear it all day, every day. Did we ever get to the bottom of it? Is it true that he would change his name? Like, he was Billy Sanchez, like, in Texas, but it was the same guy. Like, you know, he just, he had dealerships all over the country, but he would change it. He's dead, though, because when I left this spring, I left Florida this spring to come up to Tennessee. uh, There was, uh, the, the radio show that I listened to had a Deadpool. And somebody had picked him up on the Deadpool because he hadn't done any commercials in like four months. Right. Yeah. So they figured he was cancelled out. His son was doing. Uh, was that? A... Well, hold on a second. Let's go to a commercial break. We'll be right back. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but yeah, I I feel like I haven't seen Billy Fusillo on a commercial in a minute. Uh, but I don't really have cable. The only time I see TV is when I'm in a hotel room. But it's always somebody else. It's always like a girl or something. I don't know what's going on here. Right. What the fuck, Captain? What's happening? Uh, I'm not even sure what happened, to be honest. <laughs> That's our in-the-field reporter. <laughs> okay, back to our previously recorded program. So Billy Vasillo had not shown up in any commercials about four months before I left Tampa to come up to Tennessee, which was the week uh, Memorial Day weekend, basically. And so the radio station had a Deadpool on, and one of the guys had picked him. So I don't know if he's still around or not. I don't know if he's still alive. Because his son, Billy Facilla Jr., who is a douchebag and not really good at the sales stuff, is uh, Sorry, was, was like, and, and he went two years without Caroline. And then all of a sudden, he brought Caroline back. So yeah, she's still sexy, thick Caroline. Do yeah, you have do you have like inside information? Or are you basing this all on the cast of the commercials? I'm basing this on the cast of the commercials <laughs> and the radio show, 
the DJ knows the guy, but they one somebody picked him in a Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. But so it wasn't based on knowing his health. It was based on the fact that all of a sudden he's not in any commercials for almost four months. They brought Caroline back, who wasn't there for two years. She was gone. One of the big things around Tampa Bay was exactly how he killed Caroline and got Gloria, the, the sexy uh, uh, Cuban girl. Damn, dude, there's a whole soap opera going on with this shit. Oh, yeah. Bill, so I'm thinking Billy Pasillo is either dead or he's like combing up somewhere and Billy Jr. and Caroline are running this shit. Ah. Maybe he just like looks like shit. Like he's like, cause I heard I I I knew somebody who dated a guy who worked there, and they went to some fucking retreat, and he was just like a crazy fucking getting just loaded and just like a pervert. Like he was just a crazy hard partying motherfucker. Which wouldn't you be? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, of course. You you. Like, so you maybe got, he's give, give, me a, give me a give me a hundred million in the bank. Dude, maybe and, uh, he's a, fucking did some bad blow with your fucking uh, fit foot piss, pissing fucking hooker and is coughing up blood and shit. Could be. Same thing that happened. <laughs> Definitely could be. Yeah, but that's... I don't think I don't think Billy would get that blow though. I feel like if I was gonna hang out with him somewhere, that I'd get some of the best blow you possibly get. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. I... These rocks are huge. No, he wasn't a <laughs> well, at least not for us. We didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> I don't think that girl was a hooker either. We did have to beat her in a game. We didn't give her any money. (laughs) (laughs) She pissed all over Hot Dog's foot. I feel like we're glossing over that part. Why did she piss on your foot? Did you get bit by a jellyfish? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Or we just walked outside onto this porch. We're at a house party that we weren't even invited to. So we meet this bitch. We go crash this house party. They're playing Wii Bowling. So... This is like when the Wii first came out. So we're, we're playing Wii Bowling. Yo, I've been playing Wii, Wii Bowling for three days. I just set my Wii back up for the first time in 10 years, like yesterday. I swear to God, it's so fucking weird you said that. Play, <laughs> play Raven Rabbits. I'm telling you, I'll change your life. But uh, so well, we walk out on this porch, which is really just uh, the, the steps that go up to go into the house. And she's like, hold the door shut. I don't want anybody to see it. She drops out, turns around, and starts spraying like a cat. <laughs> I'm to the right. Ryan's to the left, and she just boom, just stops right on his foot. Just pisses all over his foot. Like she did it like a sprinkler. Like she sprayed the room. What's that? She like sprayed the room. No, we were we walked outside. Uh, the porch. Stepped out onto oh, the porch. It's and... a very small porch. It was just basically a landing for the steps to walk in the door. So it's not like a hangout porch. It's just a little four by four area, and the right, three of us right, are out right. there. Ryan's smoking a cigarette. Uh, she squats to pee and then just kind of stumbled, just sprayed all over his foot. Got a little splashback, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so of course we had to take her home. Uh, <laughs> I think, her. Uh, She's coming with us now. <laughs> and that's when you guys were like, this chick's probably a hooker. No, there was no hooker involved. She was just horny. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for her. She's horny. Hot dog has a this this, this hot dog has a dimple that women can't say no to. On his he face? looks so he looks so nice and innocent and and like they just women flock to him. I don't understand why, but it's that <laughs> fucking dimple. He's got this magic fucking dimple, and I've seen it work so many times. I got dimples, dude, and I know how to use them. We're not talking about your ass, bro. We're talking about hot dog's face dimple. I wasn't uh, talking about my ass either. No, we're talking about my sister's ass. Oh God! Here we go again. Here we go again. No, that's where the the knockdown drywall texture actually came from my sister's ass. She fell against some uh, uh, like stuccoed wall. Yeah, just that texture and she came off and just. And now that's oh, it's brutal. 
<laughs> my sister has a pajama. You, you know I'm the thing gonna... you kick. You, you know the thing they kick with their knees when they walk. The pajama. No, oh, like an, what the fuck? Oh, what is it like an animal? What do you mean? Yeah, a fupa. But my my sisters are so big. We call it a gun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've heard that one. The jumic gun fupa. The jumic. Yeah. I'll be honest. Heard that one. When she's when when she's it was finally her time to go, I can only imagine the bacon. Oh God, that'd be so good. <laughs> so much bacon. So. <laughs> I told my nieces and nephews when they're down in Florida, if the day of scourge arises and the power grid fails and all the, the conspiracy shit happens, I said, you all need to load up and drive as far as you can until you run out of gas. You're not going to be able to go to gas stations because everybody's already been doing that. Y'all aren't good enough to defend yourselves. So then once you get another 100 yards and your mom keels over, I need you to cook her down, make wax, oil, and bacon. And then you guys hike on up to Tennessee and I'll keep you alive. <laughs> that's see the craziest thing about that is that it's totally like that makes a lot of sense and i think that would work. but then she can't like, she she can't walk 400 yards much less once she can't get gas into a vehicle you know so when she comes walking up you gotta you know you gotta kill her and then cook well, her down because all right now that we know what she can't do can i ask you what she can do can she figure out how to download a podcast my sister? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll send it to her in a heartbeat. But, you know, this is not conversations I don't have behind her back. All right. I, I, I have, while she has been sleeping, I have hidden like half a grilled cheese under a belly roll. And so that way, when she wakes up, she feels for it and she can't remember whether or not she had actually lost a grilled cheese. <laughs> You hide Skittles, hide Skittles in different places, half-eaten Hershey's bar. <laughs> she's just fucking with her head? Well, now she's going to know that it was you the whole she time. She was very mean growing, well, growing up. She's five years old, man. She was very yeah, mean. Yeah, she uh-huh. sounds like a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? This, first of all, this conversation took a wild left. <laughs> Well, you're going to need her to be like, like if you guys, if the kids are like out in the woods or something, they're going to need her to like fight the bear. If the kids get attacked by a bear, like she's going to be like their, you know, their guard dog. Uh, My nephew's 22. Yeah. I've got one nephew. My nephew was her firstborn. He's 22. He's six foot four and he takes after me as Uncle Toddy. So I've been trying to wean him and keep him from being gay like his father. No. Yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. And then, uh, my my second niece, my second niece is uh adopted, and so all of my family's huge. All my family's six feet bigger. Uh, my sister's like even by almost six feet. She's five eleven. And uh, then my second niece was adopted. She's like five feet tall. Just turned twenty years old. Has a full scholarship to UCF, and I'm pretty sure she's stripping at Mons Venus in Tampa. But no, the family Captain, doesn't know about Captain. it. But I'm damn near sure I put money in her G. Captain, uh, Captain we need you to go find this out. She was looking at me and crying, like, "Please don't tell." And I was just looking at her, like, "I'm not. You're my niece, adopted." <laughs> and then my other niece is so, wait, already. That was a hold on. Slow the fuck down, Jesus Christ! Your whole family. We're gonna have to spend an episode on every single one of these people. Jesus <laughs> no, Christ! We're still talking about my sister, we're still my sister's No, the, we gotta the get niece to have, we gotta thing. Get to have my, 
Let me get through this next niece, and we'll get to how my brother-in-law actually inseminated. So you had that moment where you're at a strip club, and the girl dancing, you know it's her. It's your adopted niece, and she knows it's you, and you both got to just kind of roll with it. I didn't say that. I said I thought it might be. Oh, you thought it might. Okay, allegedly, allegedly. Just in case my sister does down the podcast, I thought it might be my niece. It's 2020, man. That's a respectable profession. But then the younger, the youngest niece is probably going to be starting as linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the next three years <laughs> because she's built like my sister, except for she's young and athletic, and my sister's drippy like pancake batter on a train. You'd uh, you you had mentioned that briefly. <laughs> <laughs> it's great if you see her sideways when she's laying on a bed. You're gonna have to see a rib cage and stuff. But if you were looking up from above, it looked just like something went bad at IHOP and just looked <laughs> huge, just spread out, dripping off the side. Are we still going to the Peter Pancake House? <laughs> the Peter, what? What? Peter I'm, Pancake. Peter Pancake. I'm picturing uh, the mom from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> now we drove by this uh, pancake house called Peter Pancakes. I've been on this road one time and I was coming from the Chiella Dragon Tail yeah. to go get Ray out of jail. Remember Ray? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I slipped my dick out. I had to go get Ray out of jail. Passed out on the river and swam to the bank. He passed out and everybody thought he was dead. I'm shocked. He told, <laughs> told the EMTs his name was Monty Python. They're like, what's your name, sir? And he goes, motherfucking Monty Python. And the EMT looks at him. I'm standing right there. And the EMT looks at him and goes, Sir, that's not funny. I'm scared of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are. You are Robinson Billy and Peter. You are my mother. <laughs> Sir, that's not funny. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think about that one, Thurman? Pretty good. Hey, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's drinking a lot. Back then. He's, drinking a lot he's off the liquor. Oh, daddy, daddy, warm daddy ice. I had a buddy who uh, who just got, like, super fucking, when we were teenagers, got, just got super shit-faced on tequila at his house by himself one night. Just started drinking and just didn't stop. And his fucking mom and his sister found him naked on the couch, like, passed the fuck out. So they, they were smacking him, so they took him to the hospital. And the doctors are like, what'd you take? And he was like, couple G's, couple C's, two E's, half a P. And they were like, that's ecstasy. And they just started pumping his fucking stomach and shit. They had to put a catheter in. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. What, what did he really take? He just drank a shitload of tequila and passed out. But he was and all shit-faced, it. and they asked him what he took, and he just started naming letters. And the doctors <laughs> the doctors were fucking like, oh, my God, I, that's, he's going to die. So they pumped his stomach and put a catheter in his dick and shit. And Listen, there's a lot less stuff you can do and it'll cost you a lot less if you're just hankering for a catheter i mean as we often are because just every now and then you know hey i need a catheter (laughs) well dude todd i'm sure you're gonna go ahead and tell me when you cleaned out todd's apartment you didn't find three catheters i mean i saw what looked like it could have been used for a catheter (laughs) <laughs> that was a coat straw. Must have been an old one. <laughs> that was a coat straw. Yeah. It was just bloody from my lungs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 
she well, had to clean out. I've had to do the apartment clean out. I had to clean out my one buddy's apartment because uh, we didn't want his parents to find any drugs. You know, same reason. But fucking, I found a ridiculous amount of my shit, like DVDs and fucking like shirt and hoodies, shit that was mine that just like disappeared over time, and he acquired them. So I found all my shit when we had to clean his room out. He didn't steal it. He's just ADD and doesn't remember to take stuff back. Yeah, he just kind of acquired it. Some people are like that. That's how they, uh... I hear yeah, that's what... Guy, don't try to get out of this, Todd. Today. Don't try to back out of this. You, no, you're like, oh, I ADD'd out and bought uh, six duffel bags full of dildos. Like, you meant to buy those dildos. Dude, I've got one that actually I made from a... It was an old Echo Weed Eater. And so it's a two-stroke. It's <laughs> a full-on two-stroke. That son of a bitch will hum and spin. What is this? You don't get so happy about the rabbit? Fuck the rabbit. I put an actual real plantain on the end of this thing. <laughs> it's funny. I, I talked to this girl about something, about that exact same thing like two months ago. Yeah. I swear to God, because I used to own a landscaping company. I'm like, you know what you need to do? <laughs> <laughs> you can get attachments. You can get older attachments. Right she was like, I was like, like that one going on drill. Salsa attached. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That is so hilarious. You're very into fucking dildos. What? He like Todd's like really into dildos and the variety of them. He's a dildo collector. <laughs> like I, I have I'm more of a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur. Like how people are into like guns or something. What it is is I am not intimidated by another phallic symbol in the bedroom with me, with a woman. And so me and my tackle box full of the rubber gentlemen are going to make sure this woman comes over and over and over. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm sure she appreciates that. She does. It's the tools of the trade. She's not allergic to latex because then things get bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like. Is that herpes? No, I'm allergic to latex. You plugged me up with seven different things last night. Yeah. So you roll I up. I vagina last year. You... I know that. It was Wait, terrible. What's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Say that again. Say that again. I said. No, it's Chris. Hort Harden, say that again. Oh, I broke this chick's vagina last year because she fucking had an allergic reaction to latex. You broke it? What do you mean you broke it? I mean, she had a I mean, all of a sudden she was in tons of pain, and then things weren't looking too good down there. And then she was fucking bleeding. And, yeah, that's what yeah. happened. That's what happened. So I was wearing all the yeah. and She failed to mention this? She didn't know. Like, it's because it, she had never been fucked like that. Hard <laughs> laid it down. Like, she had never been fucked with a rubber before. <laughs> right. Not yeah. once. Never. <laughs> she never been fucked with a con. Right, so you're the first gentleman she's ever been with. Dude, I went and saw her in the hospital that night. She had to go to the fucking hospital. I had to go to the hospital that night. Jesus Christ! Yeah. With her? I went after she went. Oh, oh, she's bleeding out of her vagina. So you figured she I was like, no. <laughs> Wait, you went to the that hospital for separate reasons? Latex, and she goes into intergalactic shock. Oh, dude. I think it's anaphylactic shock, not intergalactic shock. No, no, no. That one I fuck her. <laughs> she goes to another galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> when I fuck her, it's intergalactic shock. <laughs> you heard about the dildos? I did, man. 
So you roll up to a session like he's got like six comics working on that shit all at once. He's got a huge advantage. He's like the guy in the movie who's got to crack the safe, and he shows up yeah. with like a fucking briefcase full of tools and shit. He's got. Oh, like yeah. a, he's putting his ear up to it and twisting the dial, trying to figure out just like the pussy's combination. Oh my god, you just nailed me. <laughs> I mean, not literally nailed me. That's it. You, you got to put two fingers in and twist left, right, one a little bit further. Spin the dial on top. Put your ear to the belly button. Figure it out. You'll hear it click, click, and uh, then you're good to go. The legs release, and you're fine. <laughs> but they're all different. Every every one you find is different. You know, they're all. You know, you got to kind of. You have to act on the fly sometimes. Listen, no means yes, and yes means anal. <laughs> <laughs> no, three no's means no. Three no's means no. No, three no's makes a right. Ah. Oh, no, it's three left make a right. What if you're in Britain? Three. No, 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 you're no, no. just no. on the other side of the road, then. Yeah. Oh, you just feel that. Just let it fall. Just flatness. Just absolute. Just like not everybody out. You brought up Britain. You ruined the whole conversation. Because <laughs> I brought up <laughs> Britain. That's how this whole thing started. They were dressed like targets. Did we just go full circle? We just went full circle. We went full circle. We went Britain's Betty White, my fat sister hiding sandwiches in her meat, around the dildos, around the intergalactic shock. And 28 year olds, and now we're back to Britain. Yeah, dude. that's how we fucking roll, man. That's how we, yeah, that's how we do it. Sometimes it actually comes full circle. It always comes full circle. <laughs> I think the vagina shows up dressed like a target. <laughs> they all show up dressed like a target. <laughs> well, they would all use fucking latex, so they all dressed like their fucking wives' vaginas, <laughs> just red. <You laughs> that's, how how the red that's how those red coats were white. <laughs> 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 you know how much money you save with just a quart of latex paint over buying condoms? And you just dip your <laughs> dick in the paint? What are you talking about? You, you, just... Know, you, just dip your, you dip your dick in it. You make it part of the sex. You have her blow on it. You dip your dick in it. She blows on it. Boom. It's a condom. It's latex. Like like a candle dip. Like when you would like make, make a wax sculpture of your hand or something. I don't know what kind of shit you're into, but sure. I'm talking about you fuck is exactly what it is. You dip your dick into it the same way you and then she blows on it and it hardens like the fucking like the like the fudge on the fucking outside of a fucking like a Sunday, you know, the chocolate that gets hard when it gets cold. Yeah. Yeah. So Harder no don't fucking hard, Captain knows what I'm talking about. The chocolate gets hard when you get old. When it gets cold, uh, it hardens. Cold, okay, I know what so you put about. this shit on your the fucking dick. Dairy Queen. I know what you're talking. Yeah, that's that's the reference for the. Uh, that's the reference for the. Uh, for the latex. Latex for the latex paint. Is it sort of like that? Yeah, and but it's just so much cheaper to buy a little quart of paint than to keep buying those Trojan condoms. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're going economical. You just, like that's a quite a fucking contractor's fucking way to go about it, I guess. And it's work. Yeah. Is this proven? Is this proven? It's proven you can put your dick in paint. Yeah. How many? You yeah. got? It? How many kids you got? I don't have any. All right. Shit. It works. <laughs> well, I also have a hell of a belly kick too. A belly kick? Yeah. The fuck is that? Oh, it's somewhere similar to the morning after pill, but it's a belly kick. 
Oh, okay. I got you now. <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, Elena. That's what I did with her. <laughs> Launched her right off the belly. Well, I, we used to just make, uh, we would put plan B in the, in the fucking Mexican food and make uh, justin quesadillas. Nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. So I had this cabin up here. Uh, we're in North Carolina right now, but I actually live over in Tennessee in the summers and evidently in the fall now. But I had this cabin that, ironically, you would have to walk all the way up the hill and go in the back door. And Hot Dog's been to my cabin. He's been in the back door of my cabin. It was called the Todd Mahal, or the way Ryan says it, the Todd May Fall. Either way, it's a, you have to walk up a probably 40-degree angle to get up to the top to go into the door. And so what we would do in the morning, if any of my roommates or any of the river guides that were staying with me, stuff like that, if you kept it in too long, as soon as you walked out, right, you had to round the corner of the house and there was this big stump right there. You act like you tripped the, on the stump and you trip her and she tumbles down and we call it the morning after hill. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, the morning after hill. There's little fetuses stacked up down there. They're all those like a little pile now after about 15 years. <laughs> the what? The yeah, no, the freezer was So that's a good plan. Yeah. I mean, all your one night stands, you just have a fucking very hazardous way for them to stumble out in the morning when they're collecting Oopsie. all their shit. Oopsie. And thus, I I'm uh, I don't have any kids. And, you know, I don't have to, I used to have to be offshore on Father's Day. Used to be in international waters. Yeah. Just in case. But no, nah, <laughs> I'm not worried about it anymore. Get out of the jurisdiction. Are you fucking mm -hmm. around with that latex paint shit or do you really do that? That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it saves a lot of money. Just put your dick in some latex paint. Plus it adds to the sex. She's got to blow on it to get it to dry before I you start fucking. So if, even if you got like whiskey dick underneath the fucking thing, does the does the does the latex stay hard or does it fucking soften with the whiskey dick? Well, if you if your whiskey dick and you dip it in there, number one, you're having high hopes because your whiskey dick and you're putting your dick in a thing. But it's like just randomly dipping your dick in a jar of mayonnaise. If I'm dipping my good. dick in a jar of latex, I'm not sober. No, and you also better have a heart on first because to think about it, though, if you dip your dick in there limp, she blows on it, you finally get a heart on, you're just going to crack the latex paint. Right, you right, right. Fat guy in a little coat. Fat guy in a little coat. You need to shove it in at your hardest. Yeah, you can't. If yeah. fat, it would be fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> your dick would grow and rip the fucking jacket. Mm -hmm. So you got to so get it in full potential. Now, if it shrinks while it's in there, then you're good. You're already latexed up. But does it stay hard so she doesn't even know your dick is soft inside this fucking shell? No, it's latex paint. It's not like a splint. It doesn't. It doesn't stay like solid. Yeah, it's not like you've all of a sudden got the bat suit on or something, or you're yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman latex. For it's some reason, that. I'm picturing it's like latex paint. This might be a random reference. Someone out there will get it. In Spinal Tap, when they were in those fucking pods, and then the one guy's pod didn't open up and he was stuck in there. That's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing your dick stuck in this weird clear pod. <laughs> I know her. <laughs> weird, weird clear Todd. <laughs> weird clear Todd. <laughs> you should start a Toddcast, because I'm sure that name hasn't been taken. 
where you say all this crazy, where you talk about all this weird shit. That's all right. My nickname nickname now, thank God, my nickname now is the Todd Father. The Todd Father's pretty fucking cool. It's a lot better. It was actually given to me, dubbed upon me, because it's a lot better than my old nickname of Retod. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know what, man? Retod. He should have started with Retod, because now I kind of like that one. (laughs) You can't imagine how I earned that name. (laughs) I can imagine. Put I haven't known you that long. Back Put your nuts in Thousand Island dressing one time. <laughs> All right, wrong. Is there a bucket of some sort of liquid you haven't put your dick in? Um, you ever do the whipped? All right, now the whipped uh, cream cheese, not like Philadelphia, like the block, like the whipped cream cheese. Yeah. Fucking put your balls in that. I bet that'd be pretty fucking lovely. No, what you do is you small core a cantaloupe. You, oh, uh, fu- okay. Flush it with hot water so all the seeds wash out. Then you smush the whipped cream cheese into the cantaloupe. And then you have to carefully take a knife and carve a set of lips on it that looks like Cindy Crawford's. And mm-hmm. then you put your dick in the cantaloupe. Thus, you put your dick in the whipped cream cheese. I'm out of time in the woods by yourself. <laughs> well, I don't get a cantaloupe in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered writing a survival guide? <laughs> I'm deer hunting. I'm going deer hunting. What's that? Your bow? A cantaloupe? What's that? <laughs> With cream cheese. Because I'm going deer hunting. Duh. I was going to say, have you considered writing a survival guide? Because the, the kids eating the mother and turning her fucking body into oil for lanterns or whatever the fuck you were talking about and this these sound like great survival tips you talking about my nieces and nephews oh shit we gotta go whatever you were talking about before the 28 year olds because there's eight of them i mean there's 20 of them um i'm talking about your survival skills and your obvious know-how when it comes to certain ways Cooking down my sister's fat. Gotcha. You seem like a very learned man. Dude, that's one of a thousand things you just said to us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dude, Check under all of the first. I took a five-minute break that no one even knew. <laughs> yeah. Todd's uh I was Todd. like, I'm gonna just go smoke. He's got this. <laughs> Definitely. Me and Crown went out and had to smoke on the porch. He didn't even know we were gone. <laughs> Definitely a character. I figured he was like, like he had like drugged all of you, and like we're all gonna have this fun podcast. And then one by one, you all start feeling fuzzy and passing out, and then I'm just hey, stuck with good. me and Todd are on the line while he does some human centipede shit to you guys. Let's give it about seven minutes. You're gonna watch him start falling off. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you, by the way, you just nailed it. <laughs> That's the show right there, man. You have a guy call into a live radio show. He does some crazy shit like that, and then you have the whole thing broadcast. Ugh. So, if you, if you hear something like something falling out on the table from a freaking garbage bag, then call the fucking cops immediately. I'll give you the address here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> a little nervous. Well, dude, look, you're you, you explained can't possibly beat this curse. No, nah, man. You explained <laughs> your first interactions with Todd. So we're looking we're looking at the bottle of rum that Ryan smuggled in up his ass. Yeah, you're complicit in this as well. He's not scared anymore. 
I'm I'm six two and hung like a churchman. So you're all safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying your first your first interactions with Todd about the whole cleaning out the apartment and everything. You knew you knew the guy who was right there, and you. Uh, <laughs> no, we didn't hung that way. We didn't hung out for like a month. Yeah, and then you voluntarily went in the woods yeah. with him. If he does some would... human centipede shit to you, you were kind of asking for it. So get this. You'll, you'll love this. I was the preacher at his first wedding. You're I'm an ordained, ordained minister. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Let me back that up. I am. I have my exhorter's license. An exhor- I don't know yeah, what that is. I went to seminary, though. I didn't do online bullshit. I went to seminary for six years. Wow. So the fuck off. All right. Well, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Sorry I didn't see that one coming with the duffel bags full of dildos. <laughs> and 28 year old. Nobody ever does. 28 year old, you should have thought. <laughs> so you do weddings and shit, and people get married in their special day by a guy of this nature? That's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> that's a lot of head. Yep. You're allowed to do a lot of that. Yeah, I am also ordained, but I did do that online bullshit. Somebody I, I poured it for somebody that didn't like IPAs. Yeah, and they said, "Well, let me try it because everybody else is buying this." We just got just came this. And uh, here, talk to Ryan. Um, we're talking beer right now, and uh, it, uh, the guy tasted. It. He goes, "You know what? It tastes like somebody shoved a bunch of alfalfa in grapefruit juice." And I was like, "Yes, it does." <laughs> it's fucking delicious. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Here, sounds terrible. How's the bottle of rum doing? Are you guys hitting the rum? Or are you hitting well, the we are, are three. Uh, we are two thirds through <laughs> the bottle of rum. All right. Imported. <laughs> you don't understand, uh, Thurman. Yeah, Thurman. You don't understand how special this bottle of rum means to me. The fact that we're sitting here drinking it, and I'm on a podcast with you. It makes me feel very, very happy. That's good, man. We need and that shit today. Well past the halfway point, too. Yeah. We're oh, drinking it straight. Since we've been talking to you. Yeah, we opened it. We, you called us before we opened the room. Yeah. And wow. we're all just drinking it. We're drinking it straight. It's that good. This is the best rum I've ever had in my entire life, and I've only had it once in Cuba. It is really Three good. years ago, and now my best bud brought it to me tonight. And the result of this rum is us having conversations about butt fucking midgets. Yep. Oh wait, we haven't had that one yet. Uh, no, we haven't. Wait, we had that one yesterday. Did y'all? Hopefully, we sure. to the, the internet and the airwaves, and everybody can fucking hear our fucking. <laughs> Yo, butt fucking midgets is a hell of a band name. It is a big, great band. Just silence after that. The fucking dude. Well, it's also a lifestyle. If you were a punk band and you were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the butt fucking midgets," I'd be like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah. All right, listen, Thurman. I don't, Thurman. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. But just gonna say a lot. Could you actually uh, hot like one of them little sexy midgets, like that midget in uh, Total Recall? <laughs> you know, you had the three titty chick, and then you had right. a little midget. Total Recall. Think about those those something. little those little legs, like yeah. little, little fat hands. Are you asking <laughs> you me if I would? Just, could you go down on a midget and just eat the fuck out of that, just hung deep? All right. Well, okay. Now we're going down on the girl. Are we fucking in love with Jesus? Uh, <laughs> um, here's the thing about the midgets: is it's like it, it's proportion. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have like small. Like if it's just like a like I've seen like hot girls who are just shrunk. You know what I mean? They're not like midgets, 
they're just like shrunk. They're just short. They're small. I know they're very tiny. Ta- you know what I'm talking about. You I know, know you're talking about actual dwarfism, but then you're all you proportional. Know that you, then the proportions are all off. The head's all wonky. I feel like the balance would be off. It, you know, they're all top heavy. We're not talking about whether or not you date a midget. We're not talking about whether or not you fall in love and take a midget for life. I'm, I'm just a romantic. I can't you help go it. Down, wrap a midget's head around your or midget's legs around your head. Because a normal woman to wrap her legs around your back when you're going down there and she's squeezing on you and just eating that shit like a goddamn vulture. Yeah. The midget's got to wrap. I get what you're saying. Then the midget's got to wrap her legs around like a koala. It's got to go like around your head. It's got to be like a koala. It's going to be like a little koala bear just hanging on. It's going to be like that thing an alien that attached to the guy's face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you got to eat his pussy. That's why I cannot use the CPAP just because of that movie. That's what I'm <laughs> fucking saying, though. It's like midgets have different proportions than just tiny chicks. You could just walk around with a blind stick in your hand and a midget on your face, just licking midget blood all day and use that blind stick and walk around. Like that's your version of having dip in your lip? Like just all day you just want a midget pussy in your mouth? Yes. That, that a chew on tobacco? Yes. You now you got me thinking about it. I, I I brought this up to you to get your input on it. I've never been with a midget, and now I'm very curious. Uh, I've never <laughs> been with it. Here's the thing that's great about midgets. You can whack off with a midget, and it builds enough friction. When you're done whacking off with her, you can stick her against the wall like a balloon. <laughs> also, you guys have a back, fucking joke book down back, there he's reading these from? Back. If you take two Viagra and hit a midget in the head with your hard dick, five gold pieces come out. <laughs> you need a fucking slide whistle. Fact. Fact. Now, do you find yourself, uh, you're very interested. Have you watched midget porn? I'm not, I don't. I'm not into it. I'll, I'll scroll through and see it every now and then. So I'm not attracted to the midget. And then I just started thinking about those little ham hocks and being uh, tongue deep in a midget, which I was—I I feel like you started the conversation. But I feel uh, like you're tongue deep, or I don't know if you get your. Well, depending now, on how now you. Now I'm thinking about that little blind midget in Total Recall. <laughs> I just watched the movie last week. Really? I'm thinking about three titties and a little blind midget in Total Recall. I'm like, that's legal. That's a 20 year old woman. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it was funny. He, yelled, he did the same thing that you have all done, including Lauren, multiple times. Right when Lauren walked down, he goes, <laughs> No, we got that from that. Remember that? Remember when we dressed up? Remember when we dressed up to try to scare cancer patients? <laughs> oh, Mary. Mary. <laughs> Jesus. So, so this, is, this is what we got going here now. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, this is where we're at now. Yeah. <laughs> I think now that was we, we move on. We move on from mongoloids to cancer babies. You well, just have to be patient. I knew this one was coming. Go ahead, hot dog. <laughs> I, knew this coming. <laughs> I think we had their attention for long for for a pretty good time. So we get up to vacation on the birthday up in the um, five year point where where Todd. Um, where Todd wraps and um, we get there and it wasn't 15 minutes into our fucking we get there we get out of the car and we're like hey man let's go he's like alright y'all he threw up he threw a, a box of fucking Halloween costumes at us and said get ready we're gonna go on a hayride to scare cancer babies 
And that actually happened. <laughs> and that actually happened. Yeah, we were like, nah. Yeah, we nah. hid behind trees and jumped out at scary cancer kids. <laughs> Who did kids. this? Who was doing this? Uh, it was me, Todd, Lauren, uh, Hot Dog's wife. Todd and Caroline. We know, we know it was Todd. We know Todd was there. <laughs> we, we know it was Todd. We know Todd's there. Todd, yeah, Todd, Todd suggested, it yeah, suggested it 15 minutes after we got there. After the like, oh, hi, hi, my friends. I haven't seen any of you in two years. I love y'all so much. <laughs> love this shit on. We're going to go hide in the woods and jump out and scare cancer babies. <laughs> and we did. We did. And we did. <laughs> and you got money for the cause? <laughs> <laughs> no, was, we didn't. That was when one of the people there kept yelling at Todd, like, Todd! Like, like, he strikes me as a fellow who would get that <laughs> Once in a while. because i feel like he was like now let me just break it down i'm not saying i want to have sex with one of these cancer kids i'm just saying let's do the math <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, Todd's a fucking character. I'm glad Todd has been introduced into our world. I also have to think that Todd might just be another hot dog character. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> this is the one he's definitely like, no. Captain himself, that he's a real person. I got a picture. I wasn't sure for the last couple of years, I'll be honest. <laughs> but now I know that it's true. He couldn't have afforded this guy. There's no way. No one can act this good. <laughs> yeah. He's getting real method with he's this one. Good, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. yeah. Nah, he's real. <laughs> My name is right. Slade Smitty. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, he could be Slade Smitty also. <laughs> but he he says he's never met him either, along with Hill, along with every person I've ever met, except for Hot Dog. And me. You're bound by two wings there to say yeah. that. Hot dog's, wife is like, hot dog's wife has sold so many lies for hot dog. <laughs> so many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's divulging into chaos. Let's, so, uh, uh, once again, there you go, and there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Captain, go fucking keep reporting. Keep taking pictures. Keep, yeah. like, this is your fear and loathing in Las Vegas, man. You got to fucking uh, uh, docu- whoa, whoa, whoa. We're documenting this shit. Yeah, yeah. Todd's got another hour for you, Thurman. I got, I'm just now beginning to file myself. What the Don't hell? worry. We'll be calling you now. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> I've got the reasons that a possum is better than a woman. No, not, we haven't even talked about the raft guy. We will oh, be calling you now. I manage a whitewater rafting company. You are now a part of the show. Okay. <laughs> Todd, yeah, Todd can be a reoccurring We're going on our I can see that. Here. My uh, name is Slade Smitty Father. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> We're going to change phone numbers before I leave, and you're going to be on a couple of shows. Brief, Andy. <laughs> All right, man. Captain's Jug of Goddamn Thoughts. That was a fucking hoot. That really uh, took a lot of left turns. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. All right, man. Keep so having fun. Done? Are we already, like, off recording? Almost. I'm, uh, yeah. I was about to say, do you have any closing thoughts? Do we get those? <laughs> Captain, give us your closing. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm going to let him do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I was fucking in the middle of it. I, I, 
It certainly is. I've done this 75 yeah. times. You're like Mr. I would love for you to do it. You got to do the last thing. All right. Well, I don't even know. I just uh, I'm, I'm going to report back next Wednesday with uh, more hilarious Todd stories and uh, more hot dog stories and hot dogs wife or wallet or whatever we're calling her now. He just got his old day back apparently. <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah, so like I'm gonna have uh, another million stories as, as I'm sure you can imagine. Thurman? Yeah. You know why women masturbate with these two fingers I'm holding up? I can't see you, but go ahead. Because they're mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, can't um, why, I, can't, I can't believe you didn't tell him why you were going to have sex with him. Oh, God. Uh, Thurman. <laughs> what? Thurman, how big of a man are you? How, how tall big of a man are you? How tall are you? Todd. How much do you weigh? Todd, I can see where this is going, and it's not. It's not. It's not happening. All right. You're just go go back to your fucking whatever the fuck it is you do. You really do teach Down syndrome kids how to swim. Are you? This has to be a character. Whatever the fuck I do. Thank you for releasing me of our vows, and I am going back to the fucking whatever the fuck I do. I mean, I'm, I'm so good at it too. But fucking whatever the fuck I do, I'm really good at it. You haven't had any of them drown, have you? Me? Yeah. I only got fired from one company, and it was because of this blue kid. This blue kid? Yeah. Was it the Blue Man Group? You got fired from the Blue Man Group? What do you mean he was blue? No, they were just, we he pulled was this sad. That was in my boat, and I got fired from that company. Oh well, fuck them. He was dead. He was blue. Oh, oh, he was. I got it the whole time. I, I, I was like, I was like, uh oh, <laughs> savage motherfucker. What the hell? Blue kid fired. Got me fired. Had a blue life jacket. So I'm at now. Uh, no, I had. Dipped, he was fine. I did see. I dipped him in lake jacks. <laughs> he was fine. He was just covered in blue paint. Yeah, it's going to take a minute to process all of this mentally, but I feel like we learned a lot. I appreciate That's the beauty of recording it. We can listen to it again and put a little more thought into it. I've got yeah. it. It's the beauty of recording it. The detectives really just have everything they need. They don't need to do shit. They could really I mean, we just handed it right to them. I'd say, well, not yet they don't. We haven't posted it. I think there's a detective who has like a big board with all the red string, like connecting all the dots to all this shit. And then in the middle of it is a piece of paper that says Slade Smitty with a question mark. <laughs> and like the outline like the silhouette of a guy like he doesn't know what he looks like but it's the mug shot but it's just a silhouette of a guy or it's like great right, right. it's like grainy yeah. footage of him like walking into a place and you can't really see the face that's you know the what I, you thing the mug shot is he actually has the uh remember i'm not sure how old a fella you are but the old snuffy smith uh cartoon he's got that up for slate smitty i don't know if you've ever seen that or not snuffy smith yeah, it was an old cartoon. But either way, uh, I like the fact that lines are going from Hot Dog Man 
hot dog wallet. <laughs> There's like three different lines coming from Todd, Retod, and, and uh, the Todd father uh, yeah. all coming over. Yeah. And it all ties up right. with sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when we do the show next week, I'll let you know Slade Smitty's really real. All right, we need we want pictures. Don't, don't release this until after Friday, Thurman. We don't want Slade Smitty to do it. They're going to come. Or surprising him with something? Wait, that's some suspicious ass shit right there. Hot dog's like, oh hey, don't don't put it out till Friday because of this reason. There's some. I'm telling you, dude. The dinner scene in Mrs. Doubtfire, that's what's going to fucking happen. Is he's going to try to pretend to be both that's people. That's what I still think is going to happen, too, but we'll see. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Hilarity will ensue. It's going to be clown coming in. These people are all real. Hey, y'all, I'm doing I'm saying How you doing? Is my daughter Chloe? Yeah. <laughs> all right, awesome, Thurman. Thanks. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll uh, uh, give me a shout whenever, and we'll see you yeah. when you get back. All right, brother. Thurman? Hey, thanks, Todd. I love you. Jesus Christ. Uh, jury's still out. <laughs> I, 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 I can tell that he thinks he loves you, though. I get that a lot. I'm intrigued. I am uh, I love you, sir. I'm interested. <laughs> I told you. He's a tough, he's uh, you're a tough a, nut to crack. You're a freak, dude. It wasn't sexual. It's just like... Man code love you, but that's all right. <laughs> He's so interested. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Understand, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot three with a faux hawk. I weigh about 280 pounds. I have a very small mouth with no lips. I have can't open my mouth bigger than a half dollar. So <laughs> that's why you want to eat yeah, a midget's yeah, pussy. I have cause... an incredible gag reflex. And I also shit the size of my wrist. So I'm a horrible homosexual. If I wanted to be one, nobody would want to pick this up. I can't suck a dick. I can't get a gag. You wouldn't bum the edges of my poo hole. So I'm a straight man by the grace of God. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. With a small mouth, you're perfect for eating a midget's pussy. Oh, yeah. I can suck on that thing like a Hoover lackey in more like a swiffer, like a swiffer wet jack. Is <laughs> <laughs> an English, an English? All right, give give, give Todd a minute to relieve himself. Uh, will Captain give us a shout? Uh, when, well, I mean, fuck, dude, we'll be back next week, I guess, right? Yeah, we'll be back uh, Wednesday. All right, we'll put all this fucking craziness into context. All right, sounds good. All right, Captain, uh, your thoughts. Yeah, bye. Say goodbye, everybody. This is like the uh, the end of Saturday Night Live. We want to thank the Smashing Pumpkins for coming out. We want to thank Lauren Michaels, everybody at NBC. Hi, Mom. Bye. Our special guest, Sam Kennison. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm lactose tolerant. Anyone who hears this, buy me ice cream, please. <laughs> All right, Thurman, I'll talk to you. All right, bye, buddy. All right, bye. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast.